Hey, man, is that the Garage Rock Show podcast? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. This is the Garage Rock Show podcast. To those of you already supporting the show with a monthly subscription, thank you. If you're not already a supporter and you'd like to help make this show possible, please tap the link in this episode's description or visit anchor.fm slash the garage rock show. Become a monthly supporter and make sure to check us out online at thegaragerockshow.com and give us a follow on Facebook at facebook.com slash the garage rock show. Now on to this week's episode. It's Friday. It's time for another episode of the Garage Rock Show podcast. Chris here with you guys, as well as Dahlia. What's up, Garage Rock Show listeners? Uh, we got our special guest this week, Aaron. What's going on, man? Hey. And George, how's it going? Good. How are y'all? Good. Good to have you back. Lots of cool things to talk about this week as we gear up for uh, Thanksgiving coming up next week. So we got some interesting things to talk about. Uh, out Albums out today on the Billboard charts. Anderson Pack, City Girls... Iko Ishibashi, John Mellencamp's got a new album uh, called Other People's Stuff. Uh, Likey, what is that? Likey Lie? I don't know what that is. Like Kelly 47? Like Sounds like some YouTube artist. I don't even know what that is. Little Mix. Or like a, one of those porn emails that you randomly <laughs> get in your email. <laughs> right? You don't want to <laughs> open That you don't want to open. Looks like a virus. <laughs> uh, uh, Mariah Carey. Wow. Mariah Carey's got a new album. Caution. Mark Knopfler. Uh, from Dire Straits, Down the Road, Wherever. Mumford & Sons, their new album Delta comes out today. Hmm. P.O.D. Uh, Riley Walker, Smashing Pumpkins, their new album comes out hmm. today. That's kind of weird. I thought it's been out sooner than that, but I guess it's just the singles and things they've been pushing. Uh, the Good, The Bad, and The Queen. Uh, that was uh, Paul Simon and I believe, from uh, The Clash. Yeah, with... Um Damon Albarn from right. and the Gorillas. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got a new. Yeah, this is their first new album in uh, quite some time. It's called Maryland. It came out today. Uh, I didn't get it on the garage this week, but I'll maybe have to throw it in next week. And of course, the holiday token album of the year, Michael Bublé. It's <laughs> mm, got a new one out. George, I know you got it already. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I love Christmas. Uh, Michael Bublé token guy good stuff though all right moving on to rock news uh okay so the california fire has been going on uh this past week and the death toll is up to sadly 59 as the national guard helps in search for more wildfire victims uh it rose by even nine more as of november 14th to 59 statewide Three of them from the campfire in Northern California, with at least 130 people still missing. The other three were killed in the Wolseley Fire in Southern California. National Guard troops were involved in the search Wednesday looking for more victims. Um, I mean, it was just gnarly. I know we had uh, one of our friends, Craig, uh, that his parents uh, lost their home in the fire. So it's it's a really... um, I don't know. It's close to home, and, it, and that's what makes it kind of scary they, when, like, your friends are are in family are right. losing their homes. They say it's the deadliest single fire on record in California since 1933. Wow! At a Griffith Park in Los Angeles that killed 29. So crazy. That uh, is crazy. And I, I was was watching some video footage yesterday. At, um, Check out this video when I was just show. looking stuff up. People were trying to get out, and, and, and they're in their cars trying to get out, and it's just this heavy smoke, and there's sparks, <laughs> and they don't know where they're, they are. They're just trying to get out of it. Yeah, 
saw some of those videos. They're pretty scary. It's it's very scary. And not only that, they're leaving their pets behind because you 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 you're, you're going to take your children and yourself, and you want to get out of there. And all of these dogs and cats are all dying in these wildfires. Not to discredit like any of obviously the human beings that have passed, but all of these these animals are are dying in these wildfires wildfires as well. It's just really sad. There's scary video there. That's footage of a fire tornado. Look at that in the middle. My there. God, I never even seen a fire tornado before. That's what this guy says too. He says I I've never seen I have never heard of a fire tornado until today, and I really hope I never see a fire tornado again in my life. This legitimately feels like biblical levels of destruction. Yeah, look like the gates of hell just broke open. Yeah, yeah. And uh, in the rock world, a lot of people lost their homes, including Flea uh, from the Red Hot Chili Peppers, um, Adam Jones from Tool, Limp Bizkit, uh, frontman Fred Durst, and Wes Borland. Uh, a lot of other um, people that are just in the L.A. area, I'm sure. Oh, yes, um, Flea had to flee. So <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> good, good one there, though. Uh, Dave Grohl. Look at Dave Grohl stepping up. Barbecuing for the Southern California firefighters. Uh, he's got a new barbecue company called Backbeat Barbecue. And he went down to Fire Station 88 in Calabasas on Monday night. And he cooked barbecue for the crew of firefighters uh, down there doing all that stuff. So pretty cool. Dave Grohl always doing something uh, pretty cool. Um, yeah, he Grohl. really reaches out to the community and those in need. He doesn't need to. He's not required to do right. any of that. And he's just doing it. That's awesome. Dave My Grohl. book, Dave hands Grohl down, awesome. <laughs> right, Dave Grohl? At least for governor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I agree with I that. I vote for him. I vote for him for governor. Absolutely. Uh, we had, uh, what? what's his name? Uh, what? The Muscles from Brussels. Oh, we had, he was no, our... Muscles from Brussels is um, a Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah. Oh. That's his nickname. Oh, okay. You... Fail. Who am I thinking of? Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold. Yeah. If he can be our governor, <laughs> then... Who's your daddy and what does he do? <laughs> what? Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I don't probably would be insulted by that. I'm a cop, you totally idiot. Would. He's puny. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Sadly, um, from us. This the cause of death was... We, we talked about this last week or the week before that the uh, All Remains guitarist, Ollie Herbert... He passed away at the age of 44, and everybody was like, wow, that's really young. Well, it it turns out he died from drowning. Uh, His wife revealed on Facebook he went missing October 16th, found dead in a pond near his home in Connecticut. Uh, So here's the deal. His wife said, quote, Ollie was apparently self-treating for manic depression that has run his family for several generations. Antidepressants were found in his system, as well as a sleep aid. The psych meds found in the system were the same ones close to a relative had been prescribed for a long time, so we knew what to hunt down for the treatment. She continued, Seeing as how he was not going and wouldn't go to a doctor to get diagnosed with the issue, was not being prescribed medications, being monitored on them. It explains his occasional erratic behavior here at home. She asked that anyone who knew where her late husband was getting the drugs he talked about should contact Troop C of the Connecticut State Police. As for Holly, how Ollie ended up in the pond, she explained, quote, One of the drugs can have hallucinogenic effect, also restlessness. Ollie kept wanting to go outside that night before he disappeared and kept walking towards the pond, which is a pitch black part of our property as well as very slippery. Add to the fact that it was raining that evening. 
Apparently he left the house after I went to bed so I couldn't stop him and bring him back inside. What do you guys think of that? Um, I, I guess wild. Wild, that yeah. is pretty wild and I will comment like Ambien I don't know what drugs he, he was on but Ambien like you can sleepwalk like if you have like uh, if you're going into a sleep and you're on Ambien you wake up and you sleepwalk as right. if you're going through the motions of your everyday life so if that is something that he was wanting to do perhaps you know he woke up opened the door uh, for example I know I was a sleepwalker as a kid so I have you mom- experienced that? I don't remember, but I remember as a kid, my mom would say that I was a sleepwalker and I would always try to get out the front door. Huh. And and at the time when she noticed that, like she was sleeping in the living room and she said I was trying to leave the the front door because I woke up and I was in the living room and I remember being in bed in my bed the night before and waking up in the living room and asking my mom, why am I in here? She said, well, you were trying to get out the front door and I had to stop you. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so Terrifying. it's it is, but that's a real thing. So, uh, Beth also addressed the sudden cancellation of public memorial service. It was going to be happening this past Sunday. Uh, I guess she said there was concern for her personal safety and stuff. So, um, all that remains have named guitar, guitar virtuoso and YouTube personality Jason Richardson, temporary member of the band, to fill in with him. So, there you go. We'll see how that goes. Uh, Aerosmith's Joe Perry hospitalized after Billy Joel Madison Square Garden appearance. Do you guys hear about this? Mm, I didn't. I I'm kind of out of the loop right now. So do catch Joel, me up. Did you hear about this? Oh, I, I swiped by uh, the headline. Yeah, it said, uh, I guess, only minutes after guesting with Billy Joel on stage at Madison Square Garden this past Saturday night, Aerosmith guitarist Joe Perry experienced shortness of breath and was treated by paramedics. He's 68 years old. He performed Walk This Way with Billy and his band and was, quote, taken out of the garden on a stretcher after paramedics worked on him in his dressing room, reportedly inserting a tracheal tube down his throat at one point. That's bad. they got to put a trach in there. That's um, that's not a good news. Um, I don't want to read the official statement, really. It's not. It's all just kind of whatever. Uh, they, they, you know, put the trach down there, cleared his airway. Uh, he remains in the hospital. They're monitoring him. Uh, also, earlier, well, a couple years back, in July 10th, 2016, Joe Perry collapsed on stage during a Hollywood Vampires gig in Brooklyn, New York at the uh, Coney Island Boardwalk. Alice Cooper, who was the, you know, the the lead singer of that va- uh, Hollywood Vampires group, he said, quote, I didn't realize Aerosmith only did two shows a week. Honestly, I just figured everybody was like me. I do five shows a week and very physical shows. We were on our eighth show in 10 days. It was pretty brutal. I think Joe was dehydrated and basically exhausted. I talked to him before the show, and he said, I don't think I've eaten anything in three days. I went, well, that's not smart. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> if Alice Cooper's giving you tips on how to eat better, and uh, <laughs> something's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but it sounds like Aerosmith, the guys just don't, they're like, you know, they're they're kind of maybe just, you know, they don't, they don't, they're not like a grinding rock band on the road anymore where they're just playing maybe one or two shows a week and, you know, not prepared for that kind of... Um, I don't know. What do you think, George? Like somebody's sixty-eight, you would think they need to like I take mean, better and, care. Yeah, right? and he's just doing eat, one one kind eat. of show performance. It's not like he's on tour. What do you think? Do you think there's something deeper there, or do you? Th- what, what do you think? I think he's. I think he's still <laughs> Go ahead, Aaron. 
Think he's still snorting coke? Uh, yeah, uh, I don't know, man. I'm binging, almost thinking binging still. There, there might be something there that we're we're not. Uh, if you haven't eaten about in three days, I mean, I well, that was from before. That that quote was when he passed yeah, out. Like, I guess that was in 2016. 2016 yeah. He didn't eat for three days. They were on the road. He wasn't used to their schedule. But this seems like just kind of like an appearance at a Billy Joel concert. I don't know. It doesn't seem like Maybe he's been life, on the road. The lifestyle's finally catching up to him, huh? I don't know. It's I mean, possible. They did go pretty hard for a long time. That's true. Maybe everything's just, you know, he's yeah. 68 now. Everything's starting to catch up to him. Uh, things like that. You know, he gets on stage and the the blood starts flowing. The adrenaline starts going and catches up to you. Yeah. Um, all right. Naturally, well, right? Yeah. Yeah. Can't blame Our him. body's a vessel. Uh, Take care of it in some way. So 68-year-old's still performing like that out there. That's right? very true. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, well, I mean, you know, hey, like speaking of 68 year olds, performing, you would think like with the amount of money Black that Sabbath, he has, that is, like mean, he would have a nutritionist, a nutritionist. I don't know if I'm, I'm saying that correctly, but somebody that's like monitoring like what you eat. You need to eat this, bro. Now you're 68. You have millions of dollars. If you want to carry on with your tour, do all you do, whatever you're going to do. But you need to do this, too. Yeah. Well, just, just I mean, we just don't to know. Kinda have like a kind of a balance have that, but. Um, you know. We don't. Yeah, we don't. Who knows? All right. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of old people playing, Black Sabbath is being honored in Birmingham, England. 50th anniversary. Uh, they started as a band in 1968. Uh, and here's the it's it, here's an artist rendering of what it's going to look like. Wow. <laughs> it's like the, there's a bench with like, it's like Ozzy and all the guys like sitting behind you. It looks CGI. Well, it is. That's an artist rendering. It's not real. Who That's, are those two people in the blue? Oh, they, they're supposed to be just people Random sitting there. Random folks sitting there? Oh, yeah. got it. Like, I get it now. That's what's supposed to be. That's what the uh, thing is going to look like, I well, guess. Well, that's pretty cool, then. It's like right above. Like for all of the listeners, if you're not seeing this, it looks kind of like um, an alley in Vinette, uh, Vienna. It's got a... a, a a river running below it. There's a bridge. They're sitting on the bridge. There's a nice concrete bench. Yep. So there you go. Uh, it's going to be coming out. I don't know. I guess they're going to be making this soon. I'm not sure. It doesn't say a release date on this uh, monument. Uh, but Chris Cornell's social media pages have uh, put out the new thing for the new album, When Bad Does Good. If you tune into The Garage tomorrow night on 105.7 FM, we'll be playing the new track. His box set is coming out. Uh, actually, today, as you're hearing this, Friday, November 16th, it's Chris Cornell's retrospective box set. Uh, so there you go. You can check that out and uh, tune into the garage tomorrow, hear a track off of that. Uh, also, speaking of Chris Cornell, the, there's a tribute concert coming up. It's going to be hosted by Jimmy Kimmel, and it's going to be happening January 16th, 2019. It's called as I Am the Highway, a tribute to Chris Cornell, featuring performances from Foo Fighters, Metallica, as well as uh, his former bandmates in Soundgarden, Audio Slave, Temple of the Dog, and more. Proceeds from the show will benefit the Chris and Vicky Cornell Foundation, as well as the Epidermolysis Bellosa Medical Research Foundation. I'm not sure what that's for. Tickets go on sale to the general public Friday, November 16th, 10 a.m. As you're hearing this, they're already on sale. So, uh, Metallica said in a statement, quote, In May of 2017, we lost one of the most unique, distinctive, game-changing voices in rock with the passing Chris Cornell. We're lucky enough to get to know Chris during the 1996 Lollapalooza tour with Soundgarden, and we're honored to call him a friend inspiration. Join us as we pay tribute to a a true one-of-a-kind talent, end quote. 
so that's kind of cool. Um, MTV trying to remain relevant and make moves here in the industry. Is MTV relevant? Like well, anytime I like scroll through, I'm like, eh. They're trying. As do you remember they, MTV when we were growing up, George? Do you remember? Of course, MTV? it was the biggest deal ever. It was the biggest like, deal. Whatever, there right? are music videos. You you hung out in your living room with friends yeah. and you watched what was going on. Yeah. Like that was the thing. There think, was no social media. I think all they play now. No is cell phones. Rob Deerdick's ridiculousness. Watching <laughs> it, getting your friends together, and then doing your thing Absolutely. together as a group. It's uh, great. When was the last time uh, MTV was relevant? I would say ninety five. That and that's a, and that's a stretch. TRL? Yeah. 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 Well, by then they had pioneered reality television with the real world. Oh yeah, the, well world the real world started in 1992. Yeah, and then but they were still playing videos like it was still relevant. Now right. it's just kind of nothing really. Right. Well, they consider themselves a lifestyle Team channel Mom. now, and they don't even celebrate their anniversaries when they roll around. Oh really? No. When the 30 year anniversary rolled around, not a word because it wasn't relevant to. Their current, the current culture current, that's watching the, it. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Right. It's so crazy. I think we're the last generation that are able to talk about MTV the way it was. Well, in the music videos, like they were the best. Do people do music videos anymore? Yeah. YouTube's oh yeah. Really great they still do. Being YouTube is. Oh yeah. Where do you? Now. What? Where? What is the vehicle for music videos? Is that YouTube? Aaron just said yeah. it. YouTube. YouTube. YouTube ah. is the new. It's. Been MTV for a while. That's uh, the new MTV. It's been YouTube for the past like ten years. Maybe um, they can like marry the two. Because mm, yeah. I still want to watch MTV and see something relevant. They have acquired Snow Globe Festival, okay. and they are reviving Spring Break. They are returning March 29th to the Grand Oasis Hotel in Cancun, Mexico. You bring Kurt Loder and Matt. The and first time in a long time. And also, they've acquired the Snow Globe Festival, which is going on in South Lake Tahoe. In December, it draws about 20,000 attendees, mixes live music, snowboarding, winter sports, art installations. So they're trying to they're they're trying oh, they're trying to hang it's, on. It's not a bunch of people like with snow globes. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> That's what right? I thought it was. <laughs> right. The the diehard snow globe fanatics yeah. across the world yeah. show off their snow globe. Spider Man one. And <laughs> right? Is it in a giant snow globe? The whole show. <laughs> I hope so. Oh, I read cool. this. Oh yeah, so check this out. Bono says U two is quote going away now. Is this the end of U2 during their uh, final night of their Experience in Innocence tour in Berlin? Bono made a comment that has fans fearing that this is the end of the iconic band. He said, quote, We've been on the road for quite some time, going on 40 years, and this and this last for years have been really something special for us. We're going away now, end quote. According to the Twitter account U2 Gigs, a website dedicated, it's like a fan page, they said it's probably not the end of the band. They say... I think that's a good choice. They say, quote, every final gig is the same. Sometimes Mass panic that this is the last while. gig. Ten bucks says, I'll be com- covering another gig with you folks sometime down the track. I will concede this is the first time that the mass panic has seemed plausible, but there'll be something for Boy at 40 or Act Young Baby at 30 or a new record. You two won't sit still and they won't break up. They've got enough years ahead of them to fit more gigs, end quote. What do you think, George? I know you're a U2 fan. Uh, well, they've they've done this before. Um, so do you think it's just more hype? 
No, I guess it all means. Uh, it, is he pulling a Gene Simmons right by. now? Is he pulling a Gene Simmons? Uh, at the end of the um, Joshua Tree Rattle and Hum era that ended in uh, New Year's uh, New Year's Eve uh, 1989, the shows they did in Dublin, he said the same thing. We're going to go away now and dream it all up again. Ah. Uh. And so a year and a half later, it was Octung Baby, the redefined U2, the 90s U2, uh, when the grunge bands were wearing flannel and denim and singing about real, you know, things that that young people sing about. And then there was U2 in plastic pants. (laughs) <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was weird. It was counterintuitive. I loved that era. Of right. The band. Um, so I don't know. I hope that that means they're going to go away, take a break, and try to come up with a new way to present the band. Yeah, because that's exactly what it sounds like, man. He says we're going away now. We've been doing this for a long time. Blah blah blah. But it also it doesn't sound like totally definitive. Like yeah, this is it. We're done completely. But we're going away to maybe like get some more creative juices flowing before we finally maybe make one last album, one last tour. Yeah. Do you think that's kind of? But then again, they're all approaching sixty. They've they've had a spectacular career. Um, and you almost want to go out on top like that, right? Yeah, it, it wouldn't surprise me if they said this is it. Yeah. Actually. So, well, all right. Who knows? We'll let you guys know, mm-hmm. you know, if there's more headlines than that in the future. But I'm um, an 80s baby and kind of like raised through the 90s. I loved Acton Baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I did. I that loved album, that album. That album was It made was me just... like cry at certain times. There were certain <laughs> songs just like, oh, totally. yeah. Like those, it's a landmark album. Those uh, certain songs that just pulled at your heartstrings. Just yep. like, Absolutely. God, they were milestones. Yep. Sure, many people were married to some of those oh, songs. Oh, indeed. Definitely. <laughs> And many babies were made, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Crow milk, of course, is the protein-based milk uh, dairy product made with the eggs of crows, which we all know the eggs of crows are some of the most fortified eggs in the bird kingdom. Charles, you know from harvesting crow's eggs uh, yourself. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. The the fortification and benefits of these crow's eggs. Sometimes you can just crack one open in your mouth and get the raw nutrients like oh, that. Yeah, yeah. But crow's milk does so much more. It, it not Helps only with inflammation. It, it it not only harnesses yeah. the power of the crow egg, but it it <laughs> blends it up in dairy based product that is just uh, second to mm-hmm. none. You know, and it truly gives you that. It truly gives you that that scavenger chest. Like it <laughs> it really it makes you. It you makes know. you have the mindset of a crow. You can see those crows on the street where you're yeah. driving your car, <laughs> and they don't move out of the way. Yeah. Because they're fucking jacked up on crow milk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you could be the same way. You know, you could just have that I don't give a fuck mentality yeah. on crow milk. Yeah, exactly. Crow, yeah, crow milk. Drink it. <laughs> Drink it and, and be one with, with your own, um, with your karma. Harness the power of the crow. Harness the power of the crow. Crow milk. So. Thank you, crow milk. All right, let's move on to some music history trivia. All on right. this day, Friday, Yee. November 16th in 1985, speaking of 80s babies. Uh, all right. This song became the number one song on the Billboard Hot 100, later being voted the worst song of all time by huh. Rolling Stone and Blender magazine, respectively. Was it A, Falco, Rock Me Amadeus, <laughs> B, Men Without Hats, The Safety Dance, or C, We Built This City by Starship? What do you guys think? 
Um, wasn't C because that was. Oh, I don't think it was C. And I don't know much about A and B. I'm, I don't know. I'll just say A. Falco. Falco. That was that's a bad song. The Falco yeah, that song. Bad. That Rock was where Amadeus. I was. I'm like looking Rock, at Rock like. Oh my goodness. Rock me Amadeus. Not a huge Rock, fan Rock, of that Rock, song. Yes, not a huge fan of that song. So I'm with Aaron with going with A. I love the men without without hats, and I love that we built this. Safe. I do like Those the safety pop- dance. I like the safety dance. I like. I would. I just said I like Look the safety dance and, and Starship. But the Rock Me Amadeus, like, I wasn't feeling that truck, but I don't know. I All right. was just a uh, young child at this time. George? George, what, George, what do you think? Uh, wow. We built this city. That's just craptacular. <laughs> <laughs> it know, is. I'm a big fan of the airplane, and uh, boy, that mid-80s period was real rough for, <laughs> yeah, it was. for a lot of artists, including the mighty... Starship. So. <laughs> Is that what you're going with? Uh, sure. Okay. All right. All right. I'm going to click the YouTube link. Okay. And you guys will see what the video is. So drum roll, please. Dahlia? I'm not by the drum set. Drum? I'm across from the... Was it a drum I can't roll? do a mouth drum set. Oh, my God. I think George is right. <laughs> yeah. He is. All right. Let's play the intro. We got to watch this here. Yes, of course, it was Starship, We Built This City. George, George has bragging rights. George, <laughs> what's what's your memory of like when this uh, incarnation of Starship came to be? Like, well, this, I thought people liked this song. I, mean, I did too. We, we were know. talking about MTV earlier, so to kind of roll it in with that is... Uh, this is around the time when MTV was programming things in blocks where they... You know, you'd see the same video 15, 20 times a day if you watched long enough. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. Um, <clears throat> so, I, yeah, I, I've heard this song and seen this video many, many, many times. <laughs> um, and that's around the time when MTV started to lose, I think, what made it interesting in the first place. It, it wasn't originally on all day. There was limited, they had limited uh, resources. Right. They would play concert films. Right. Oh. That's where I saw Tommy. Right. And Rock and Roll High School. And uh, The Wall, maybe? Was that on there? Oh, maybe. Pink Floyd? Maybe at one point, Roger Waters? Definitely Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, yeah, like yeah. That. Yeah. In the early, you know, 82, 83. But um, this was a big hit for the Starship, and, you know, and good for They them. voted this song, though. Okay, what do you guys think, though? Is this the worst song of all time? Rolling Stone said this is the worst song of all time. I don't know. Play those other songs, I'll tell you. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I think I, know it's up I mean, there. not to disparage the cause, but I think We Are the World is a much worse. I think you could pretty much pick it. 80s any song from excess. That's where everyone like came through, like Cindy Lauper and Lionel yeah, Richie and Okay, yeah. if you want to play the Michael other song, Jackson. we should play at least it, uh, the Rock Me Amadeus one. I think no, that. Oh, please don't play that. Song. I think that's like the worst. I think that's the fucking worst song of all time. Where's how do I search for but something? But perhaps it wasn't like played as much. Yeah, maybe not. This was probably like spoon, like they were trying to spoon feed it to the masses. Yeah, maybe. It's kind of like uh, no, in MTV in 1997 or 98 it's such a bad... when they kept playing that How Bizarre song over oh, and over yeah. again. You know which one I couldn't stand? <laughs> so my 
my era, there was one by I think it was Dashboard Confessionals that they oh, just yeah. played. Over oh yeah, over what was that over. song? And because of that, I could not fucking stand that band. Yeah, what was that song? They just played the shit out of it, like nonstop. <laughs> we're, well, we're not gonna find it. No, we're not gonna. We're good. No, we're not gonna play those horrible songs. You don't want to ruin. You know, they're bad songs for a reason. But uh, I don't know. It seems like every generation has those kind of songs, right? There's one for the '80s. There's one for the '90s. There's one for the 2000s. It's sure. like, right? They're all bad. You know, if I if I'm still around in say 30 years, if I, let's say I'm at Sizzler with my kids and my grandkids, <laughs> is like all this mumble rap and yeah. you know the pop music of today going to be what I'm hearing when I'm there? <laughs> right? Will it endure for that long? There's you so know? much garbage to choose from nowadays that I was going to say that you could pretty much pick anything from nowadays and put it right up in that same category. Yeah, of worst of all, That's very true. true. Very true. It's um, you know something else on, on this thing. Uh, look at uh, uh, George. You would remember this. They also did "Nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now." That was on the uh, Mannequin soundtrack. Oh, so I saw that in the theater. Absolutely. Oh my god! But what a what a fucking shit show of a song, right? Yeah, I mean, it's it's the worst kind of eighties <laughs> excess. Gonna stop us now. Yeah. Oh my god! It just didn't age very well. No. Uh, all right, so double trivia edition. We got one more trivia track or uh, question here. On this day in November sixteenth, twenty ten, for the first time ever, this band's music is made available for digital download through iTunes. After years and years of legal battles for rights and royalties, was it A. Tool, B. The Beatles, or C. Led Zeppelin? On this day, November sixteenth, twenty ten. Eight years ago, guys, what do you think? I think I know my answer. Get up to the mic and tell everybody. I'm going to go with the Beatles. The Beatles, okay. I I concur. I was going to go see Zeppelin. Zeppelin? Well, there was that whole thing where Michael Jackson bought all of their rights to the Beatles thing, and there was like this whole thing. I'm thinking 2010. It might have been earlier. There was a lot of garbage going on with Led Zeppelin. But I'm I'm just gonna go with Beatles. I thought I, I remember something going on with Led Zeppelin around that time. Led Zeppelin? Yeah, that's your t- my choice. There, there was. Uh, so the Beatles. Do you remember when one when, when Michael Jackson he married uh, uh, Presley? Uh, Lisa Marie. He married Lisa Marie. <laughs> they did that that whole stint on the MTV Music Awards. That kiss looked like so fake. I don't know if that was 2010. Like I'm losing track of time. It's 2018 now. So 2010, Michael Jackson was still alive. I remember him buying the rights from the Beatles. There was also some controversy going on with Led Zeppelin, but I don't recall what that is, and that's why I'm going with B. Hmm. All right. Because Led Zeppelin was going through a lot of of legal stuff, but I don't remember what year that was. I don't know. Hmm. You guys are absolutely correct. It was the Beatles made their uh, music available for digital download the first time on this day in 20, uh, 2010 as iTunes adds most of their catalog. People were still like upset because they didn't add the entire catalog. They only added like yep, some of their <laughs> most mainstream <laughs> releases. I remember I had a Beatles book, and that's how I learned to play a lot of the Beatles songs on bass and guitar. Right. I don't have that book anymore. I had that book. I had a Doors book. Like, you can go to the music store. You can buy that book, and 
you can translate it into standard notation, but both the, most of those books they had like you know A B C D. You didn't have to read the standard notation. Right. I miss those. Oh, do they still sell those? Yeah, oh. of course they do. Yeah. Go, I need to get back. Remember bookstores? <laughs> I know, right? Barnes and Noble's still around. B Dalton's in the mall. Yeah, B Dalton. That came and it went. Uh, that still exist. Yeah, the well, company. Okay. No, B Dalton. I don't think. I don't I'm know. I don't think so. Yeah, I'm not. not sure. It had the same business model as Barnes and Noble, so perhaps well, Barnes they and Noble did it better. They just kind of. It was it the same exact business model. I think one had more money. <clears throat> well, Barnes and Noble had the other. music and a coffee shop in there too. Exactly. So. This is better. Well, blend. B. Dalton had the same thing. Well, at least the one that I no. went to in Fresno. Yeah, they had a no, coffee shop. Not in the there. Merced Mall. The the, the B. Dalton oh. Merced Mall is just books. We had a bunch oh, of Merced books and a Mall. magazine rack. Right. Oh, that was it. Meh. Cash yeah. register. No one wants to do that. Do you have low energy, fatigue, a case of the moon days? Do you feel stranded, alone, and lost in the bleak void of primitive human existence, longing for an ambrosia that will perk clarity and pull you from the dull sludge of your dismal life and family? Ball Jack's the key. Made from a patented blend of a thousand milligrams of taurine for the drive of a true Ball Jack champion. 300 cc's of caffeine stacks. 5,000 milliliters of ginkgo biloba. Helping to stimulate... The brain and regain the memory loss as a result of drinking ball jack. <laughs> Plus, 20 cardiograms straight from the delta thorax of a living Malaysian tiger. Wow. And an ounce of pineapple juice concentrate. Ball jack will transform you from the pathetic, lazy, stupid, idiot slob that you are right now to something akin to a Busta Rhymes hype man in just seconds. <laughs> grab the intensity. Grab the heat. Grab some ball jack right in the ball jack. Available at participating local motels. Copyright thegaragerockshow.com. All rights reserved. Went in California. Just listen to the non-forced consumer testimonials from Nancy in Huskogee, Wyoming. <laughs> Come on, Nancy. No, no. <laughs> See, she's she's just she's so jacked out of her mind right now. She can't even can't. properly put to words. Charles, just listen to the non-forced consumer testimonial from James from Red Eye District of New Jersey. James, how do you how do you feel about Ball Jack, James? <laughs> James, he's playing James. Has James got, jacked got, out of his mind right James. now too. He can't even put it oh, into words James. either. <laughs> Ball Jack, guaranteed little to no teeth loss. <laughs> anyway, real quick on Sports Minute this week, uh, there was an interesting thing for uh, baseball. I just wanted to mention it was the first time since Babe Ruth in 1919 that this uh, Los Angeles pitcher and designated hitter. Uh, Shohi or Shohohi? Oh, it looks Tani. like Shahei Atani. Shahei, Shohei mm-hmm. Atani. Guys, what do you think? How, how would, would you, how would pronounce, you, how would you that? pronounce the name? Shohei. I think it's Shohei. I don't oh, think it's you Shoei? actually pronounce the H. Shohei. Oh. Shohei Atani. Look like a uh, some type of Hawaiian Samoan type name. Mm-hmm. So apparently, dual sensation Otani, who won the American League, was four and two in ten starts as a pitcher. Batted 285 with 22 homers as a DH and becoming the first player since Babe Ruth in 1919 to have four pitching wins and 10 homers in the same season. Acuna, who won the uh, National League, hit 293, 26 homers, set a Braves record with that. Um, real quick, LeBron passed Wilt Chamberlain, setting another record on his career scoring list. 
Wilt Chamberlain is the fifth scoring highest NBA player of all time. Well, now LeBron James has passed him in that with 31,425 career points. Uh, just beat uh, Chamberlain's 31,419. So there you go. Congrats to LeBron for that. Look at this field, guys. Would you play on this field? <laughs> it's been ravaged. What has happened there? Okay. This is a field in Mexico that we are looking at, and you guys can check it out on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Show. We have a picture of it. And this field looks pretty bad, right? Yeah. They were supposed to play a game uh, uh, this coming Sunday. So for the listeners, uh, <laughs> it looks like they have like the dark green, light green lines, but in between those lines, it looked like... Uh, gophers or an earthquake <laughs> came underneath and ravaged uh. underneath of main areas of this. So field. here's the deal: Kansas City Chiefs and the Rams with those uh, those worms off of trimmers, possibly, maybe <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> over gophers. Yeah, pretty extreme. <laughs> they let the. They let the trimmers, snakes, <laughs> underground snakes or whatever they called, go go loose in this stadium. <laughs> That's what it looks like. It was uh, okay. So this Sunday is supposed to be the Kansas City Chiefs and the L.A. Rams in Mexico, Mexico City at this Azteca Stadium. Well, apparently they had a Shakira concert nine days before. Oh, uh, they just ah. and they just t- completely destroyed Damn. the well. field. Hips don't lie. And so (laughs) NFL is saying, nope, we're not going to be playing that. So they got rescheduled and removed to another stadium. Everybody (laughs) was dancing hella hard. Oh, shit. At the Shakira concert. Damn, they danced hella hard. I didn't even know she was still relevant. In South America. Oh, yeah. She's from Brazil or something. Aren't there like two of them? Oh, Columbia. There you go. Am I right, George? Is there like two of them? Is, is Shakira a twin? Weren't there like two of them? Is that a rumor? About? Oh, God, I hope so. <laughs> twin? Well, there was like one with dark hair, one with blonde hair. There was this rumor like she has a twin and they would uh, oh, yeah. Dang, go on tour. and like fake news on here. I'm just saying that was like early 2000s No, don't news. be talking your fake news on here. Yeah, Google it. Shakira's, Google it, folks. Shakira's twin. I'm just hey, saying. But that's, Jesus Christ. That's, <laughs> hey, if you could do that. You're getting these guys all excited. There ain't no Shakira twin out there. I'm pretty sure there is. There's, okay. There's if they're switching up shows and somebody could take a year off and hang out and the other one goes and does right? the show for Shakes her booty. the next year. Right? Hmm. I don't know. We'll, oh, we'll look God. it up. Yeah, oh, oh, Stanley. Yeah, we'll look it up. Okay. You look up that Shakira body double conspiracy you got going on. Will do. Will do. I will report back next week, folks. Yeah. Moving on. Stan Lee, RIP. Stan Lee, the man who created Marvel Comics, passed away at the age of 95 this week. A true legend, uh, a visionary. He he made it happen, man. Uh, He he started Marvel with Jack Kirby in 1961 with the Fantastic Four created spider-man black panther the incredible hulk x-men iron man the avengers and more uh made some cameo appearances uh just i mean i don't know it was uh he was a very influential guy george for you was uh that kind of thing a big influential time for you or actually no i i didn't uh when i was reading comics in the 70s it was uh richie rich Pink Panther. I read stuff. Oh like right, that. yeah, yeah. So not really the Marvel stuff, right? No, no. And all my friends collected, and they were into it in the eighties and nineties and stuff. It just was never anything that uh, I dove into. But I, I know I'm important. 
uh, Stanley is sure, sure. and how but important still, Marvel yeah. Comics is, absolutely. Right on, right on. I just think it's amazing. He lived to the age of 95. Yeah, we could all And probably felt good till his last right? date. That would be amazing. Can we you imagine all, all of the things he's seen? That old. Oh, yeah. Nine decades? How many pairs of Depends will I be wearing? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Hopefully I'll be just some brain with a robot body. Oh, that's great idea. Like Krang on um, Teenage Turtles. Ninja Turtles. He was just the brain, and then he was in that body. Like He he was inside the stomach of the body, and he would, like, control him. Remember that? Wasn't there, like, a glass thing over his head? Yeah, that that was when he was outside of the body, but he would, like, he would go inside this body that, like, he would control. It was, like, his big, like... Yeah, you don't remember Crane? The brain? The yeah, brain. I just thought he, he was had like two up things. here and well, not here. I'm thinking Watto from... That he Watto was in a big oaf from... body who he just controlled. I'm going to hmm. I'm gonna have to bring it up for you, Dahlia. Am sure I mistaken you. or did that guy have a cyclops eye? Or did he just wear those sunglasses? He did have a cyclops eye. He had eye. little tendril arms, I remember that, <laughs> when he got out. That was Krang himself, yes, the yeah. brain. Yeah. All right, well, moving on. I don't know how we got on that, but... <laughs> Meh, <laughs> Game of Thrones. We digress. Uh, Game of Thrones finally letting us know that it's coming in April 2019. Dahlia, April 2019. It's been like two years. About, how long yeah, did it take to wrap it up? All of the actors it. have already done other things. Yeah, well. Move it along already. So that's coming April 2019, Game of Thrones. Friend. I almost want to like start back from the beginning so I know like where we're at. Because they're going to tell you a lot of storyline that... I'm going to be like, I don't remember that because we've been watching for like, what, so seven years, eight years it's been going on. Is we'll this, get caught up. Is this the final season? It is the final it. season. Yep. And is this going to be it, everything? Or That's going to be it. Any, it there are no plans of they're gonna do pre No, they're going to do prequels and sequels and all that shit. Prequels oh, yeah. And sequels. Yep. Okay. Yep. Like after, like when it wraps up? Okay. Yep. Well, or during the like, season? Like uh, no, after. Uh, it's after. Shows or movies? Maybe like another both. spinoff series? Maybe both, yeah, from what I've heard. Me. Okay. That's all just rumors at this point. Maybe the Ice King fucking rules centuries. I think they're going to work on prequels and sequels, like uh, characters before the you events. You watch show? Have you ever seen Game of Thrones, George? No. No? No. <laughs> I miss a lot. <laughs> yeah, no, that's cool. It's not, you know. I didn't, not... I didn't start till probably the uh, second or third season. I hear good things. Yeah, it's it's a good show. It'll suck you in. Yes, it will. Yeah. And I'm not even into like that, like the whole Renaissance uh, timeline and not, all. I don't usually I don't, watch. Those I'm types not of into movies. it at all. I'm like, I don't want to watch this. And then I saw like the first two episodes. I'm like, oh my god, this is. It, it can just get you. It just gets you. Get you. It gets you. Get you. Get you. It's Speaking like the whole you. timeline. <laughs> George A. Romero, one of the best horror. Uh, directors of our time his hellish most most overtly horrifying film quote may be finally dragged out of its 45 year old grave back in october uh they we found out i guess the wife of uh george a romero suzanne deshro romero Desroyer? I don't know. Desrocher? Desrocher. Thank you, George. I don't have my glasses on. I don't even know what line you guys are on. The first paragraph here. Oh. Had established (laughs) that the George A. Romero Foundation has a way to restore both his past works and help inspire future filmmakers. At the time, she hinted at, you know, unused scripts like Living Dead sequels and a forgotten film of his from 1973, to which she stated, quote, we're going to restore it. We're going to show it to Romero Cinephiles. It's a scary movie, but not a horror movie, and it's about ageism. 
And so what do you think about this, George? Sorry, I had chocolate. <laughs> oh, help yourself. Enjoy that chocolate. I, I am. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, I'm no, I'm not sure. I don't, uh, I don't know much about, uh, about that. Well, uh, not your guy. Similar to <laughs> Romero's night of the living dead. The premise is rather straightforward, uncomplicated. It's about an old man simply attending an amusement park only to stumble into a real life nightmare. If anything, it sounds like material for uh, Toby Hooper or whatever. It says, quote, the people who funded it wouldn't allow it. And no wonder it's hellish in Romero's long career of, criticizing american institutions never was he so merciless where can you see this average uh, savage masterwork rather you can't i'm dedicating myself to changing that can you help yes probably give me some of that time to figure out what's that so i guess it's like really graphic and i guess it's more of its more extreme films well i can understand why the people who originally Popular. funded it wouldn't fund it Don't look at me there's um a protected class and that's anyone over the age of 40, you cannot me. discriminate over them. So to exploit that in a film, in a horror setting, like I don't know what that looks like, but I don't know. I wouldn't want to fund that if, if I were anybody. I wouldn't want my hands on that. I don't want the EEOC like calling me at all. Well, you can help drag this forgotten gem from the grave by sending $10 donations to the George A. Romero Foundation online if you want to get this thing made so there you go amusement parks and scary movies go hand in hand that's right it's very true like you ever seen uh zombie land where they're in that amusement park area woody harrelson movie yeah Yeah, woody harrelson yeah yeah that's pretty good yeah that was a good one uh this is funny not that it was a real like horror movie it was more comedy but it was it was good it was a dark comedy (laughs) uh Hugh Jackman played Wolverine, but he didn't know Wolverines were real. He admitted on the Late Show with Stephen Colbert. Yeah, what an idiot. He said, "Quote: He also I pre- hangs out with the Trumps, with the uh, with uh, the sons." Oh, really? Yeah. He's oh, like wow. Buddy, buddy was with him. Oh, that's a bummer. Um, he says, "Quote: I presumed it was a made-up name for the comic book. I never read it. Read an X-Men comic. I never seen a Wolverine. We don't have them in our zoos." Jackman, of course, played Wolverine from 2017. He went on to say, I actually did months and months of research on wolves, thinking it was a type of wolf. <laughs> then my producer was like, are you joking right now? I had to tell him, sadly, no, I wasn't. <laughs> wow. Didn't know what a Wolverine was. So there I thought you it go. was like a Tasmanian devil. <laughs> <laughs> Crikey. Oh, uh, fuck. Uh, Garfield movie. Check that Again? out. Again? I guess. Uh, Who's John Arbuckle this time? <laughs> it doesn't say. <laughs> Wasn't it? Who was it? Was it? Was it Ryan Reynolds? No, no. Who the fuck was it last time? Ryan Reynolds. I can't remember. <laughs> it was someone cheesy like that though. It was somebody horrible. Like oh, it, was, it was bad. Come on, I'm gonna find out right now. All right, chime in when you find out. News from around the world: El Chapo's trial gets underway. Uh, El Chapo got uh, his trial got underway Tuesday this week. Opening statements. Uh, this dude, I mean, shit. If you don't know about El Chapo, Google it. But fuck, he's still at large. Uh, he because of bribes to people in power, including the current and former presidents of Mexico. Everybody's saying that this dude is still connected so much that he just, you know, 
uh, all, all his defense is saying it's all completely false and defamatory. Former President Felipe Calderon said it was, quote, absolutely false and reckless. Guzman, who was ex- extradited to the U.S. last year, has pleaded not guilty to the charges of smuggling huge amounts of cocaine and other drugs. I mean, the whole thing was is what they're trying to prove is that the Mexican government was complicit in all of this. And I don't know. I mean, what do you think of that? That Do you think that the Mexican government was? I, I kind of think they were. I think that he was either paid off or there was huge amounts of money going on there. And that's why Felipe Calderon, the ex-president from Mexico, is saying, oh, this is all just a bunch of bullshit. I think it was because there's something there. I don't know. What do you guys Sadly, think? Sadly, that does seem to be the case. Yeah, who knows, right? We'll see it play out in court next couple weeks. Look at all these uh, All right, other news from around the world. Dozens of cat mummies. Look, check out these uh, cat mummies there. Look at these. Sweet. In Egyptian <laughs> tombs, they found them. Uh, a rare mummified collection of scarab beetles and cats. Scarab beetles. And cats were found. What's up with the gypsies and the beetles? You ever seen the mummy movies? Yeah. They thought they were like... uh, all over the place. What do you call it? Like, um... Fuck, uh... Like, um... Sacred? Yeah. (laughs) Like gods. They thought... Well, they thought cats were gods. And the scarab beetles, too, right? Um... Apparently, they were found, including a bunch of tombs, uh, a bronze stat catchu dedicated to the cat goddess Bastet was found. A stat catchu? Yeah. Or a cat statue. Oh, did I say that? <laughs> I don't know. Did I say stat catchu? <laughs> a, a bronze cat statue? A stat catchy. That's pretty cool, though. That's a, a cool st- band name right there. <laughs> stat catchy. Stat catchu, cat statue, whatever you want. Uh, there's a bunch Headliner of shit found in, found in fucking Egypt, all right? Fucking bunch of cool shit. Go check it out. Check out Beatles and Cats. Uh, all right. Dude, you guys got to watch this video of this kid setting a world record for doing three Rubik's Cubes at once. How is that possible, uh, you're thinking? Uh, how is he that has possible? a third arm. Nope. He does one with his feet. What? He does one in each hand. And he does one with his feet. Wait, I swear can... to God, look at this. Wow. This, dude. this kid sets the record, Guinness World Record. I think it's less than 30 seconds. Or around 30 seconds. He solves three Rubik's Cubes at once with his hands and his feet. Look at that. Look at his feet doing it. Look at his hands. There's the Guinness World Record lady watching him. She's verifying it. And he did it. Isn't that wild? Crazy. Crazy. That's insane. Chinese teenager uh, solved it in 36.39 seconds. And then supposedly he suspended himself from a bar and broke the record for the fastest time to solve a Rubik's Cube upside down, finishing with a time of 15.84 seconds, 1.6 seconds faster than the previous (laughs) record holder. Wait, that was just one cube upside down? Yeah, he just did one after 15, that. After he, he did, did the three, he did the one upside down. Okay, all three were how long, though? 36.36, or, th- yeah, 36.39 hmm. seconds. Okay. Crazy, I right? Up down, upside down takes a few extra seconds, apparently. Well, no, upside down was 15.84 with just one. But yeah, if you multiply that by three, what do you got? 
45. 45, and what was he before? Like 36 or something? 36 with three. Yeah, so you got to attack on a couple of Well, I'm thinking that down. what he does is, like, <laughs> when you think of, like, when he's doing all three at once, he's basically doing, like, oh, one hand, yeah. Each hand at the same time, you know, right? Yeah. That's and then true. the foot probably takes a little bit longer, I would guess, but I don't know. How do you focus on all three of those points? I couldn't have your imagine, brain man. focus on all three at the same time. That's crazy. Crazy. Uh, all right, self-driving cars will be for sex. That's what uh, everybody is predicting. So we all know that self-driving cars are coming, and uh, everybody is basically saying that uh, prostitute comes on in a Uber. Yeah, that's unmanned. The people are saying, like in places like Europe, where prostitution is legal, and they're going to say that these autonomous vehicles are going to see a big uh, leap in people wanting to get with a prostitute in a vehicle where there's no one inside your toyota prius is now your pimp yeah <laughs> and you could hook up with somebody in this car and it just drives you around the block and you get your business done and Bitch, get that's that the street what do you think of that dahlia uh, can you uh recap me real quick uh self-driving cars are going to be changing a lot of things uh including what they're predicting now is that people will be making love and having a fun time Have in the car. Have we not all had sex in the back of a exactly. car? Exactly. That's what they're saying is the whole point is that, that that's what people do in cars. So, But now that it's like you're having a car auto driving, you know, you, you get in the car, you drive to a spot in the middle of nowhere... <laughs> and then you do it. Then you drink some beer, you have a smoke. That's what this autonomous vehicle is going to do for yeah. you. Does you want to like it takes away from that spot where you're driving to that spot. You know, you remember when you're 16, 17, 18, and like you're in love for the very first time. Oh yeah, and, and you need to get yeah, away. Yeah, but what from if your you're house. just you know used some to go to Fox Road to watch the planes land? Ah, there you go. Right, or near a train track, and you watch the train mm-hmm. go by, and then you run through the field, and then the back of the lake. It just it creates like that ambiance. I, I feel like this takes away from it at the same time. Sure. This is for, like, people in Europe, though, you know, like, got business guys that want to, like, hook up with a prostitute. It's not, like, for kids uh, having their first time in a car, you know? Yeah. Right? Well, I, I mean, that's still, I, that still may happen, what you're I'm describing. I'm not a middle-aged man who needs a prostitute, so. Well. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess, I'm just, I, like, I speaking guess, as, yeah. like, a woman I, who has felt not. like true love. Sure. Like, it takes away from that. Okay. Meh. All right. Well. All right, Dolly. Anyone, anyone's thoughts? Mm. I'm just being weird. Okay. It's <laughs> probably a business. <laughs> Somebody's making money. Yeah. All right. Moving on. <laughs> Another Guinness Book of World Records. Huge nachos. Look at this. 5,039-pound portion of nachos. It was 110 feet long this past Saturday in uh, the Noche de Nachos event in Las Cruces. Is one person supposed to eat all of those? Or can you, like... No, Dahlia, no. Can it, can it be, like, a relay race where you, like, tag off to your... Like, it's not friend? even who like can eat them. Says, it was uh, just... Uh, I like how it says 900 them. pounds of chips, 400 pound, 450 pounds of salsa, and 2,200 pounds of cheese. <laughs> but then it just says, plus ground beef, sour cream, beans, and jalapeno. Like those didn't weigh anything? I wonder if that was just a little <laughs> sp- sprinkle on top. 
Because no, for me, you make a good point. If you, what became of that monstrosity? <laughs> <laughs> Who ate all of that? <laughs> the homeless, hopefully. How could, did someone actually eat all of that? I don't know. Oh my! It doesn't God. say, oh. but they set the record. Wow. I'm sure. So there you go. Um, I don't know. What do you guys? What do you think about this, George? Parents getting apps for kids that replace piggy banks. Would you want your kid to still have a, a real piggy bank or a digital piggy piggy bank? Um. Well, my kids always had piggy banks, and they have bank accounts too. I mean, it says that they uh, the apps send instant alerts to parents about transactions so you can actually track what they're doing with the money is that something that's the new shit man all these kids are on um there's i forget the app because i don't have it yet it's 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 like a a digital pay app right it's a quick transfer to between bank accounts Um, uh venmo venmo there Mm. you go and all these young kids my nieces and nephews are you know uh, high school and junior high and they already have it and they're paying each other for lunch and whatever else, you know? Wow. wow. I mean, it's pretty wild. So that's the way it's going. It's been so going behind that the way. Times. So, well, there you yeah. go. Kids stealing your lunch money is a thing of the past, unless it's <laughs> digital now, man. Venmo your <laughs> lunch money. Uh, speaking of kids. Venmo your lunch money right now, <laughs> kid. Speaking <laughs> of kids and their crazy shit, the fucking uh, e-cigarettes, it's its coming to a crisis. Apparently, this e-cigarette maker, Juul, is ending all of their store sales of the, some of their flavors and closing their social media accounts. They got, didn't they get sued recently? They, yeah. Um, they're, they had some flavors that, or something that were geared towards kids apparently there was all kinds of lawsuits against them right yeah they're they're stopped sending stores mango fruit cream and cucumber flavors and will resume shipments for only retailers that scan ids and make other efforts to make sure customers are 21 it will continue to sell menthol and mint flavors to stores and to sell all flavors online Jewel also said it will shut down its Facebook and Instagram accounts and take other steps to make it clear that it doesn't want kids using its e-cigarettes. So, kind of crazy. I guess it's kind of an epidemic in in some respects. I I guess it's the new wave because I remember like being younger, like just finding somebody who would just buy cigarette a pack of cigarettes for you. Right. But man, um, the ease of it now, like you still have, you're smoking cigs in the uh, bathroom or something at school, in high school or something. Oh, right? yeah. You have big, you know, there's, you have more chance of getting caught. Now the the, the vapes, they don't smell hardly. Oh, yeah, hardly. they're so discreet. They're, you could go in a yep. urinal. You, yeah, you can go urinal, anywhere. You can be in the middle yeah. of a classroom and, and get yeah. away with it if you really? blew it. Yeah, hell yeah. Dig into your backpack and blow it into your backpack and... <laughs> What do you guys think of this? Look at this boxed uh, Tide detergent. Apparently, it's a way of, uh, I guess... Boxed uh, wine. Yeah. Well, that's what everybody online is saying, is it looks exactly like boxed wine. Tide Pod shots. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the whole problem, right? Everybody was saying Tide Pods were really bad, and so Tide comes out with this now. Well, with Tide Pods, uh, a child actually died from eating one of those. Right, yeah. Because it looked like a, a toy or a piece of candy. Because right. it's like I don't, blue and red and white. I don't see a problem with this thing. It's just another way to distribute detergent into a cup. Like you either pour it or you dispense it. So right. it's, to me, it's not an issue. If kids are going to eat the shit, they're going to eat the shit or drink it or whatever. You know, the the way it comes out of a box, I don't think matters. I think they should make it like a brownish color. 
to make it like uninticeable to children. It looks blue. It looks like a blueberry drink, right? Bukaki. Right? Right? Blue. Blue cocky. They make them blue. They blue make them orange. They make them uh, red. They they make them look. Yeah, like no, that's a not a bad that idea, Dolly. That's not a bad idea. Right. Would like make it like about, black or something. Green it. with throw up chunks in it. <laughs> and those are the beads that clean extra. Uh, you know, yeah. Like that are in the. Uh... All right. No kid wants to drink a brown drink. Speaking of appetizing things, ice cream flavors that taste like a Thanksgiving Day dinner. Would you guys buy something that said, "quote." Roasted peach and sage cornbread stuffing ice cream, salted caramel Thanksgiving turkey ice cream, roasted cranberry sauce sorbet ice cream, or no, sweet no, potato no, casserole no, 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 with no, maple no, pecans no. ice cream. No? No. No. It doesn't sound eat interesting to me. Look at these pictures. It's some, deceiving. <laughs> like some caramely, chocolatey, vanilla. Yeah, Dessert, it looks like a cut cream. of turkey. So when I see a, Fruity, a cut of turkey, whatever, but I want to eat a cut of turkey. I don't want it to taste like ice cream. Nah, I don't it want just, turkey ice cream. No. What about sausage? Mentally unsatisfying. What about sausage flavored wrapping paper? Sausage flavored wrapping what? paper. Okay, sausage, is that what's happening whoa. now? Saus- sausage scented wrapping oh, paper. Oh, sausage scented. My bad. Sausage scented wrapping paper. Jimmy Dean's. Has a new line of wrapping paper they're coming out with this year. That how is, much is that shit? I don't, I don't know how much it is. Extra fuck a couple of dollars to smell like sausage. But it's a wrapping paper that apparently smells like Jimmy Dean sausages. No, thank you. And they, they also have uh, a Jimmy Dean ornament, a $10,000 diamond-studded belt buckle inspired by Jimmy Dean's famous signature belt buckle. Uh, that's all if you enter this like contest that they have. You guys can uh, win all kinds of prizes. It's a promotion thing that Jimmy Dean's got going on right now. I don't now. know, man. If it smells like sausage, someone better be cooking it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I agree 100%. And if it smells like sausage, we have pets, it's going to be destroyed. We're going to leave for Dude, work. That's a great We're going to come home, <laughs> and it's going to be ring? our household will be ravaged. ravaged. A sausage nose ring. Not sausage nose ring. A dog would totally tear up a package wrapped in sausage wrapping paper, though, right? Like a dog oh, yeah, would just dog rip would through that the first day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, that's it for us at the Garage Rock Show. Check us out at thegaragerockshow.com. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. 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 See ya. By accessing this podcast, you acknowledge that the entire contents and the design of this podcast are property of the Garage Rock Show or used by TGRS with permission and are protected under U.S. and international copyright and trademark laws. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. The third-party materials or content of any third-party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinion standards or policies of the garage rock show tgrs assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein this disclaimer is posted in full at thegaragerockshow.com